week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Gilead. Psych! Y'all know damn well if they wanted to support a black gay business, they would have sponsored us by now. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, what is going on? You're about to ruin it. Oh, I am. I am. It's, it's about to be the end of the world. Fuck them. <laughs> um, instead of instead of supporting black gay podcasts that support their products, um, they're interested in charging $3,100 for the only drug on the market right now that's showing improvement in coronavirus patients. At a time when people are out of work or are about to be evicted and sick with a deadly disease, they think $3,100 for the medication that is improving the lives of those people is a fair price. How about y'all get the fuck out in the words, the immortal words of Mariah Carey? Well, my thing is, it don't even cure you, girl. It's just like, it might shorten your hospital stay by two days. Yeah. If you take it over five days, it might shorten your hospital day. But Okay, well, girl, I'm grateful for that extra day, but I mean, like, girl, damn, I got to break the bank, shawty. You got to break into a bank <laughs> to get the money to pay for this drug. The drug's name is Remdesivir. Mm. Um, again, we're not even 100% sure that the drug is fully safe for people to um, take for coronavirus. It's safe to take for other things. It's been taken for years for other things. But again, they're doing trial and error with um, all these medications, and it may come back in a month that, shit, huh? this shit ain't safe either. So you want me to pay three hundred dollars on a maybe? Well, thirty one hundred dollars on a maybe? I was like three hundred dollars. We gonna roll with it. Um, so I mean, in the span of like being on a ventilator for fourteen days and then staying in the hospital for an additional six days after you get off the vent to get back to breathing, is three thousand dollars really gonna break you? I mean, uh, but like, girl, mm, three thousand. I'm like, girl, it's an additional. I'm already paying all this money for sheets. And I'm paying all this money for, but for I mean pillows. That's, that's the difference. That's the difference between life and death for people. Um, so again, some people ain't been working for months. When you ain't been working for months, and you just been choosing to use whatever money you have, whatever money you can get to buy food, and you ain't been paying your rent, and you end up in the hospital, mm-hmm. and they say, "Well, listen, girl, I know you ain't got no insurance, you ain't got no job. This drug is gonna be thirty one hundred dollars. What you you want life or what?" I'm not here for it. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com I am the Superman T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N aka a headbuster for the Lord. If you have not watched that video, go watch that video. It's a great laugh. Um, BKA, a messy bitch that lives for drama. And I will break that down soon. Um, our icebreaker this week is, what do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Excuse me. Where do you want to go um, after the pandemic lifts? Like, what is the first restaurant that if you want if you want um. to go and sit down and you knew that things were safe and you could have a good meal, just sit down. Anywhere in the country, where would you want to go? When the pandemic ends, if the world don't fuck around and end first. 
You should go first. Answer the question, because child, you know I don't got no classy answer. You finna say something classy? So don't say your classy answer. Say your classy. No, because I mean I don't want to go to no classy place. I want to go someplace where I know it's gonna be good food. I need a good meal. I was like, because I hate sit down at the table and get a good meal. When was the last time that happened? Okay, so I figured it out. You know, I hate when people have like parties and then they like have food they don't nobody eat. I'm like, bitch, I might actually get a, I might actually get a, a little weenie from over there off the little party train. <laughs> I want to go somewhere where they're going to be shaking ass, and I want it to be I want to be getting drunk, and I want like a little set, like a little house party. I want like a safe house party, like somebody suck a dick in the bathroom and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I want it to be like a real trash. I want it to be the new Yo Gotti. I want to be listening to City Unlock by Dream Girls, preferably, preferably, oh, big words, um, Pussy Talk. And no. Uh, <laughs> no. I want it to be ghetto. I want it. Yeah. I want to have on our City Girls merch. They got um, Pussy Talk thongs on the website. Fuck the City Girls. <laughs> I want it to be, I just want it to be safe and fun and trash. <clears throat> well, I guess my my choice is classic compared to that. Um, I want to go to New Orleans. I want to, as soon as the pandemic is over, if that ever happens, as soon as things are safe to do again, I'm getting on the first thing smoking to New Orleans. I want to go uh, to Chef Ron's Gumbo Shop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chef Run, shout out to him. Um, and I wanna eat like five courses. Am I gonna eat it all in one sitting? No. Am I gonna take half of it to go with me? Yes. But I wanna just be sitting there and have gumbo, mm, and then red beans and rice, mm, and and then um some etouffee, mm, and just and then just go around it in a circle eating all kinds of different shit that he done brought out. I can't get a picture for the gram. <laughs> I want that so bad. I I want that so bad, so 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 bad. Um, so if the pandemic ever ends, um, Chef Ron's Gumbo Shop know that I am on the way. OMW. Um, our affirmation this week is: I don't believe many things in the Bible, but I do believe that many weapons will be formed against you and I. Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54, 17. Um, but they won't prosper. Remember that those weapons are tactics of the enemy to get you scared and feeling defeated, and only you can make the decision to be scared and or defeated. Um, so that is our affirmation this week. Our word of the day this week, W-E-R-D, is fratricide. Spell it. Youth in the same fratricide. Uh, Pat Tillman was killed by fratricide. Who? See, yeah. I asked you to spell it. You did everything but spell it. Fratricide. F R A T R I C I D E. Fratricide. Oh, okay. And what's that? <laughs> I need to listen to her for a podcast. Fratricide is the act of killing one's brother. It can either be done directly or via use of either a hired or indoctrinated intermediary or an assassin. An accidental killing of someone on your side is fratricide. 
Oh, that's going to come up later. I can feel that mm. coming. Oh, no. <laughs> Foreshadow. <laughs> um, so I think fratricide is an important word for uh, everyone to know. Uh, a lot of military people use the word, obviously, because it happens in the middle of battle. It happens on the battlefield where y'all are shooting at the enemy. Shoot, 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 pop, pop, pop. And um, you fuck around and shoot the wrong person. You shoot the person that is on your team, on your side, on the stake, and um, inadvertently kill them or maim them. It's still, it's, it's pressure side when it's death, but otherwise it's just. Okay. You know, you better aim. <laughs> ain't nothing to sue the military to get this check. Uh, well, no, ain't no lawsuit. <laughs> what? Ah! <laughs> ain't no lawsuit. Ain't no hurt workers' compensation for uh, losing my limb. <laughs> There's some compensation in there for that. You can be medically retired. Okay, yeah. great. All right. Yeah, you can be disabled. Yes. That's a step towards justice. Well, good luck with suing the military. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, support for this ghetto-ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors and from you beautiful people listening right now. Um, thank you guys so much for riding out uh, quarantine and the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and everything that's going on with the world with us. Um, know that it takes a toll on us as well as you. Uh, and it takes uh, a lot to put this show together in the midst of all of that. Um, so if you'd like to see this podcast continue, Please get over to our Patreon, and for at least one dollar a month, you can contribute to keeping this podcast on air and the, and on the necks of oppressors and colonizers. Also, if you'd like to uh, get your business promoted on our podcast, you can become a super sponsor. Please uh, hit us up in our emails or our inboxes if you would like us to promote your business. Um, to all the listeners that listen to us every week. Yes. Um, thank you guys so much for your Patreon donations. We are working on our audio. We got some things coming up on that. And make sure that when you guys are talking about the show online, use the hashtag here for it hive. We are looking, <coughs> um, lurking and liking and responding to select comments on our social media show. Mm. Um, so um, use our hashtag here for it hive. We love you guys. Is it time to jump into tepid topics? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go first. Yay! So the BET Awards 2020 was so great. Um, the host, I don't know what was going on with that. She she dressed well. Um, she needs to uh, Patreon donations to get her audio together as well. Um, and so, but it was just so great. Like the performances were the best, I guess, because girls had time to tape them and do their audio and send in the file. I think that helped uh, with a lot of those performances. Um, Summer Walker got to tape it twice, so she wasn't scared of Usher this time. <laughs> um, Alicia Keys gave a very moving performance um, for all the people who have been murdered due to police um, brutality. That was really moving. John Legend. Child, first of all, production and then his vocal, so outstanding. Um, but in the midst of all that good news, before they could get the party started, oh, first of all, did you watch the BT Awards? And what are your thoughts on it? Um, I watched a little bit of it. Um, I was uh here for Megan Thee Stallion's video because oh, obviously yeah, yeah. budget. Um, yeah. I was here for Chloe and Hallie because obviously oh, yeah. budget and um. 
And like I told you and others, Beyonce uh, gave y'all 45 seconds of her time and booked it. Yeah, because Michelle Obama talked for longer than <laughs> the next recipient. <laughs> what did I tell y'all? Y'all was like, oh, no, 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 Beyonce. I'm like, sis is going to give us 45 seconds of her fucking time. She's going to spend more time in hair and makeup than talking to us. Which she actually and I don't blame those, her. Those lashes I, were really cute she had on. And a choker. And the hair. <laughs> um, but before BET could get the party started, they had tweeted their excitement about the e- events of the evening, and Angelica Ross dragged them in multiple tweets for their lack of LGBT inclusion in their um for in their twentieth year cele- ceremony celebrating their fortieth year in business. Angelica Ross tweeted, "In forty years, how many shows on at BET have positive black, gay, or trans representation?" How many openly black, gay, or trans actors and artists are invited to the hashtag BET Awards? Oscars may be so white, but the hashtag BET Awards ain't that inclusive either. No heat, just facts. Wow. Um, Angelica went on to um, demand receipts um, where BET had been um, a better a better person and um, had trans and gay people included. And so Lena Waithe um, quote tweeted Angelica Rawson said um, that she had been in a recent conversation with um, the network and that she stands with Angelica Ross. Do you believe Lena Waithe can get it done? Um, I'm hoping Lena Waithe ain't not, is not about to fuck up her check. Because if she ain't talks, don't... 20s. Don't. <laughs> yeah, 20s on BET. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's on, yeah, that's on BET+. Plus. That's why I haven't seen that, because I'm, I'm not subscribing to no other apps at this moment. Um... I think she has a part in Boomerang too. Don't she do something with? I'm not sure. I don't follow. I'm happy for everything she gets. I don't just follow her like that though. Well, y'all friend Love B. Scott, my friend too. I love Love B. Scott. Love B. Scott quoted Lena Waithe and said, "Well, it would have been really nice if BET wanted to have the conversation." Oh, where's the quote tweet so I can see it right? Um, B. Scott said, "Quote: It would have been nice if at BET were open to have that conversation after they booted me from their carpet and prevented me from doing the job they hired me for." Hashtag BET Awards. Oh yeah, she's still sour about that, <laughs> and I understand because that was wrong. That was wrong. Um, <clears throat> the the anti well not well I guess it is anti LGBT. The anti LGBT part of the BET Awards for me was. Uh, Wayne Brady doing Little Richard. So, Little Richard has had problems. This was a tribute to Little Richard. Do we know Little Richard was gay? Yup. Do Little Richard have problems outwardly expressing support for gay issues or saying that he was gay? Yup. Is this an opportunity where somebody from the LGBT spectrum could have done a tribute to him? Yep. Uh, Wayne Brady. Where did we pick Wayne Brady from? When you think of Little Richard, I never thought of Wayne Brady. So, if anything, they had an opportunity to say, okay, well, we'll get him We'll give the, the lettuce, bacon, tomato community. Um, <clears throat> we'll give them something. They had an opportunity to just throw us a bone and just say, here. And they didn't. They went straight to the left and was like, mm, here's Wayne Brady. 
Ain't y'all excited? Look, it's Wayne Brady. I guess they were trying to be include the gay person, but then try to make it a tolerable person from the black community. I, I don't know. I'm asking. Where is the, where's the tolerance in a straight person representing a gay one? There's no tolerance in that. <laughs> I'm not tolerating it. <laughs> well, my last note on the BT award. In the words of Come on. <laughs> so um there was a person who responded to Lena Way's tweet. Um her name is Amira Jones. She's a trans woman who um ha- has her own media company and a 15-second commercial with McDonald's that was pulled at the last minute by the network where um Amira Jones says, Our message is simple. Stop killing us. Um and Amira claims that the BET pulled her at moments before the the show went on air. I was like, McDonald's? I thought they loved that McDonald's. BT was love that McDonald's chick. I usually do the ba-ba-ba, and they play the Nissan commercial out. BET got two commercials that they love. They got that black commercial for McDonald's and the black Nissan commercial. So is it because the person saying the words, our message is simple, stop killing us, was a trans person? Is that why they pulled it? Hashtag pulled it. <laughs> I can only imagine that that's the case. Um, I would like to see the commercial. Um, hopefully the commercial is... Uh, it's just her talking directly to the camera. Okay. 15 um, seconds. Whatever their I- idea of why uh, they pulled the commercial, somebody needs to come out and say, and say, hey, this is the rationale of why this commercial was pulled. Because... If you watch the show, it was 3,011 commercials. So why couldn't this one trans person commercial be aired? I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, so again, in the whole sea, the whole sea of cishetness. Blackness. Uh-huh. So, well, we know it was going to be blackness because they were celebrating Black Lives Matter and they, they realized the tone of the time that we're in right now. So I knew it was going to be extremely pro-black. It should be because it's black entertainment television, but there are also people in black entertainment that are not cishet. You have to speak to the whole audience unless you don't want the whole audience. And that's fine. Tell us the whole audience that you don't want us. If you say I don't want LGBT people to watch my my network, I I got uh. Fios. I got plenty of other fucking channels to watch. I can rewatch Pose again. I can rewatch. I got to rewatch Noah's Ark before the reunion come on, Ooh, so I can make sure make sure um I don't miss a beat. I got plenty of shit to watch. I don't have to watch the fucking BET Awards. I don't have to watch another motherfucking thing on BET. So tell me now if you don't want an LGBT viewer. All right, what's the next in topics? <laughs> last week, <clears throat> last week we took on some very heavy trans topics, and I'll say this. Um, I feel because I believe in I statements, so I'm going to say I feel. I feel that we have tried to do our best to shine light on trans issues and discussions um, that we're doing on our part as an ally and accomplice for the trans community. Um, We try to create visibility 
that larger platforms ain't even thinking about, ain't trying, ain't attempting. Um, we've made a concerted effort to spotlight trans issues on almost every show. Uh, we've marched for trans rights. We've given money, time, exposure to trans causes when other podcasts were quiet. And because we believe our brothers and sisters of the community have and still are being marginalized or used for marketing purposes, we go a step further every time and try to have the discussions that um, can move issues forward and topics forward. And Hashtag create- move the needle is the girl to be saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple trans individuals this past week uh, did not feel we were coming from a positive place last week when we recommended ways to mitigate risks and be safer um, in interactions with uh, either in sex work or just in hooking living up, life, just in hooking up as a regular walking down the street person, a trans, gay, anybody. These are safe. We were recommending ways to mitigate in your boots and in your flats in jail. Mitigate risks so you don't end up becoming a statistic like we always end up having to talk about. When when we talk about a trans person who has been murdered, we don't talk about it because we want to talk about it for shock value and, you know, ratings. We talk about it because nobody else is talking about these things. So many people are talking about the Breonna Taylors and the George Floyds and the Amal Arbery's, but nobody's talking about the list, the list of trans women that are being killed right now and just because a police officer didn't do it don't mean it ain't wrong. So, <clears throat> um, we heard their complaints. Uh, we are willing to listen to the trans community and listen to our brothers and sisters. We're open to constructive, constructive criticism, uh, but do not mistake precautionary tips as transphobia. We love, affirm, and accept and accept our whole community trans or not. Um, And please know that if you roll up on me on the Twitter streets, please have your shit together. (laughs) Please have your shit together. Um, I will. A short note for me. Um, We had a complete conversation last week. We had a complete conversation. Um... We talked about what was going on. We discussed where it met us in our own existence, past, present, and where we hope to go in the future. Um, and we asked questions. We asked lots of questions. I listened back to it. And then we even admitted, like, we admit our privilege that we can look at something and laugh at it and know that it, it never really applied to us, so we never really saw it that way. But then we had the conversation of, wow, but also look at look at it on this side and imagine that this is your life and this someone laughing at your life. We had that whole complete conversation. And I think the conversation that was had on Twitter did not include the whole conversation. It just included like the first three to four or five minutes of the conversation. And that was a whole like 17, 20 minute segment, 13 minute discussion. It was like a long <laughs> segment because it, it became the title of the episode because that's what we talked about the most. Yes. And um, I'm still willing to have the conversation. 
Um, but I am not willing to have a a, a destructive back and forth because mm-hmm. I will destroy you, and I don't want to destroy. That's aggressive. I, that's why. That's why our word of the day this week is fratricide. Mm-hmm. I don't want to um, hit a person of our community with friendly fire. My fire is aimed at the enemy. The enemy is everyone that does not believe all black gay lives matter. The trans, bisexual, yes. transsexual. The enemy is everyone that don't want to wear masks right now. <clears throat> the enemy is everyone that does not want to tear down Confederate statues. The enemy is everyone that does not want us to have rights, equal rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemy is in the White House. Oh. I ha- I got I have plenty of targets that I could be aiming at right now. Don't step in. Don't step in the line of fire. Yeah. What are you? What are, what are we doing fighting each other for? It is so much other shit that we could be aiming our bullets at. For what? But I am here. I am available for the conversation the same way I was available online, responding to everything, available to talk about everything. I'm I'm with I'm with everything. Yeah, and that can be tiring because here's the deal: you you have to have the conversation that okay, no matter what I say, you're gonna feel that I'm wrong because I'm a gay male, a black gay male. I'm not trans. I've never lived the trans life. I don't know nothing about trans. One, that's incorrect. I've been around trans people for a long fucking time. I don't know the struggle to be a trans person, but I know the struggle of a trans person. I don't have to be a trans person to know those things. I see them. So, um, that happened last week is the point that I wanted to make there. And it's still all love and we're still available to chat and work through everything make sure that it's i want to make sure that's it yeah um because i i i want i want us to be in a collective as a community i want us to again like i said their point our our ire against so many other targets what if you if you cancel if you cancel here for a podcast let's just say you get you the the people that are anti things that we said or anti things that we're going to say or are about to say. Jail. <laughs> Let's just say that. Let's just say you cancel here for a podcast. You've got it canceled. You work. It worked. How do you win? What what more positive footing does that put you on? Well, are there other people talking about trans issues? Well, shout out to Hips DC, who we work with. Shout out to Casa Ruby DC that we work with. Shout out to Impulse Group DC, who we've volunteered for, gave countless hours and worked with. I mean, we're out here in the community. Shout out to Project Briggs. We donate to all the pantries and food drives and toy drives and our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much. We don't have a salary for doing here for a podcast. We take our Patreon donations and we put it into the things going on in our community. So I just want to make sure that you guys, again, are well aware that thank thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers because we literally sit here and talk about this every day and y'all like listening, to, well, every week, and enjoy listening to us talk about these things and we're taking the donations that you're giving us and putting it back into the community. Absolutely. So. 
Um, next, I wanted to talk about um, this story that also happened on Twitter. Oh, God. Um, Twitter, <laughs> hopefully, Twitter does not take over this whole Twitter, podcast. Twitter, shut down, please. If we <laughs> shut down Twitter, what would we have accomplished? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> honestly, truly, truly, if we shut down Twitter, Twitter somebody give me a medal. Like, that's a, that's a feat. Anyway, um... There's a porn star um, that goes by Jesus underscore really, a.k.a. Poppy Suave. Um, we have talked about him on multiple previous episodes. I believe we've given him a, a Gay Olympic Award previously. Oh, that little short-legged guy with the beard. And the big-ass booty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, he recently parted ways with Noir Mel. Uh, which mm-hmm. we have uh, continuously dragged since the inception of Noir Mail. Um, Noir Mail is a porn company. If you don't know about it, to any listeners that may be new to the show, um, they specialize in uh, black tops, white bottoms. Um, and But that's not con- what they lead with. And, and continue in that stereotype. Um, so anyway, he did movies with them. He did porno movies with them uh, where he was the white-facing person. How do I put this nicely? He was the closest white person, closest to white person in the scene. That mm-hmm. He decided that they had shady business dealings and he stopped doing porn with them like, I believe it was like months ago. So he's come out now to say um, he has he was sexually assaulted by the owner of Noir Mill. Chichi um, LaRue? Chichi LaRue. What? Um, and he went on to detail uh, on his Twitter page all the things that Chichi LaRue did to him um, and how Chichi LaRue was abusing drugs, abusing alcohol, was threatening his career and la 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 all these different things that Chichi did to him which impacted why he stopped doing porn for production companies and uh, definitely why he left Noir Mail. So I wanted to highlight that story because um, it harkens back to Sherry Pie for me. Oh. <laughs> like these people in alleged um, positions of power, mm-hmm, using mm-hmm. their power to get Harm. things from people that they are attracted to. And that's why I said the same thing about Ed Buck last week was these aren't isolated incidences. These are people that all subscribe to the same power structure and feel like I have power so I can do this to you and you should let me uh let you get out of my T- face. <laughs> <laughs> you should let me touch a dick. You should let me rub your booty crack. You should let me do this. You should let me videotape you. You should let me put methamphetamines in your veins. All of that bullshit, all these... It's an archetype. It's a certain type of person that does these things. And so I thought it was an interesting story. Um, definitely check out uh, his Twitter page where he breaks down the full story. But again... That's a strong not allegation. Surprised. He not surprised. Trash, like I thought. Just like I thought. 
I knew like the premise around everything that Noir male does is trash. Why would I be surprised that the owner and the director of these videos is trash? Surprise. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. At we all. ain't got a signs made. <laughs> we get bought balloons. No. Not, not the kid. Um, I also wanted to make sure that we remembered that um, five years ago we did not have marriage equality. Five prides ago. Five years ago, June 25th, we did not have marriage equality. On June 26th, 26th, that was real ghetto. <clears throat> on June 26th, marriage equality became the law of the land in the United States, finally, during Pride. And I remember that Pride month because it was so lit. We were so happy to finally have a fucking right to do something. We had shirts made. <laughs> we had booked um, Greyhound tickets to New York. Well, not we, but the people, the girls. <laughs> yes. So I want us to not forget where we came from. Because five years ago, five years in a day, we did not have these same rights that we have. And so while y'all here judging people, mm, that bitch get married, they gonna get divorced. Oh, oh this and that, which are unhappy asses. Um, remember that we didn't even have the right to get married just five years ago. Um, so I thought that was an important hot topic to bring up. Uh, last but not least, Black is King is coming, and I'm absolutely here for all the ocean references. Well, um, Miss Tina has said on her Instagram that she had told Beyonce to uh, put the damn laptop down and quit working so hard on it and focus on other things going on. And Beyonce said, no, mama, the culture needs this right now. And I was like, what? That's right, Beyonce. Dedicated to her work. But also, she keep mentioning them 50 limb children. She needs to go take care of them, child. Make sure them babies are all good. So we're not talking about legendary or drag race this week. I was also, because uh, first of all, Beyonce is going to do what she's going to do. Stay in the queen. July 31st, I'm going to have to figure out how to bootleg it because I don't have Disney+. Plus. But um, we're not talking about the intergalactic um, runway and Butch Queen film, Butch Queen Vogue film, and House of, so, of Lombard Slade this week. They did. They did, and rightfully so. Um, I thought the episode was good. But what had happened was I fell asleep after the episode. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep on it. I watched the full episode. The episode was great. Everybody mm -hmm. watched Legendary Everybody watched Legendary on HBO Max, if you can. And um, a lot of the episodes are leaking on YouTube as well. So even if you ain't got HBO Max, just search Legendary and then the, the next episode that you ain't seen. A lot of them are on YouTube right now. Just saying, for the culture. Um, so I had fell asleep, so I forgot. The only memorable thing that I remember from <laughs> that episode was that, oh, I guess, mm, uh, spoiler, who went home? Spoiler, yeah, mm, <laughs> yeah, who went yeah. home? Spoiler, yes, okay, I won't even spoil it. Go yeah. watch the episode, but who went home? I was absolutely here for because I was, I have been. Campaigning for their ass to go to fuck home since episode one. I was like, what are you here for? I don't understand. Talk about diversity and inclusion. Um, 
RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the She MZ Challenge. <laughs> I also was like, mm, you man. had texted me. This is like the third week in a row that you have texted me about RuPaul's Drag Race, and I've just been on the couch scrolling my Instagram or on Twitter. Just I'm in the living room on the couch in front of the TV, but the TV is never on, and I'm just not even thinking about it. So I don't know who's writing the storylines for Drag Race or um, writing down and word for word what's supposed to happen in the improv challenge, but it's been kind of lackluster. And I don't know yeah. if it's the Queen's fault. I think it's the the things presented to them the to edit. do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was meh to me. I was not expecting the Lip Sync Assassin. I won't spoil it. I guess, I, can I spoil that? Well, these are the two like shows that we watch as a podcast, so our listeners know to have their steps ordered in the Lord. Okay, but, well, okay. Well, I didn't say nothing um, spoiler <laughs> on Legendary, so I'll spoil this. Spoiler <laughs> alert, if you ain't watched Drag Race, skip for three minutes. Well, because yeah. I ain't got nothing <laughs> to say about it. Um, Morgan McMichaels, I just wasn't expecting Morgan McMichaels to be back, because I was like, I, I thought she said she hated being on Drag Race at certain points after her time. And I was like, so what are you what are you doing back? And then I was like, lipstick assassin? She was saying, remembering her little um B-roll, she was saying that her her lip sync against somebody in their wedding dress created so the term created the term lip sync assassin. And I was like, well it was because we were rooted for Sonique. <laughs> Not we we didn't expect you to win. <laughs> and so also the term means you took some other bitches out the game. You took one bitch out the game. So I didn't understand why Morgan McMichaels was there. Um, she did a great job. Obviously, she won. Mm -hmm. To me, she beat Cracker. I don't know why RuPaul decided that that was a double win because it was not a double win for me. And I like Miss Cracker. But I was like, this is sloppy, Miss Cracker. She couldn't do a cartwheel for shit. She couldn't do splits for shit. Um, she had on she four had, pairs of tights and her dick is in her ass. Leave her alone. And she had to borrow somebody's wig. <laughs> she had to borrow did you not have, their wig. How did you not have a wig for a lip sync? Did you know what competition you was coming to? You didn't have a lip sync wig? So if you win any more challenges, you need to borrow somebody else's wig? She could borrow Shea Afro. <laughs> no, she can't. Oops. No, the fuck she can't. Um, uh, I may destroy you is also really good content. Mm. Um, I won't say that I won't say that it is fully LGBT, but they have LGBT elements to it. Um, and the stories about uh, sexual assault apply across the board. Where like is whether this? you, <clears throat> it's on HBO Max as well. Um, I May Destroy You, um, and uh, it centers a black woman, so I'm absolutely here for that. Uh, they have a lot of important conversations around uh, drugs and alcohol use. Um, so, again, if y'all ask us to stand inside for the holiday weekend like you should be, do not go out here, and I'm going to get to that in my here for it, do not go out here playing these fucking reindeer games, uh, going to parties and bars and clubs and shit because it's a holiday weekend. Fuck that shit. Stay at home and watch TV 
because the shit is getting bad out there. Do not believe these stupid motherfuckers. You're gonna saying that this is a hoax. Um, so not, you just need to go on into your floor right now. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so let's move on so we can get that. So we can okay. Get well, before I get to that, uh, <laughs> excuse airbook. Like I say every week, do not forget that that motherfucker is is trying his best for us to forget what the fuck he did and what the fuck happened. I will not forget. Hashtag never forget. Ed Buck needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Ed Buck needs to be executed. And uh, we need to then forget Ed Buck at that point, but not, <laughs> but not forget the lessons that Ed Buck taught us about uh, being safe in sex work um, and not trusting a white man. Um, so I was looking around on the internet and, um, I think it was either the Los Angeles times or somebody who had, um, said, and I quote, I forgot to attribute the quote, Lord Jesus, a journalist, me, it says during his indictment hearing book was represented by a public defender. It is unclear how he now is able to pay prominent lawyers for his defense. The people that won the OJ trial, do you know how much they rates are? (laughs) And you were just sitting a public defender, sir. So how how did you make that change? <clears throat> so Ed Book must be getting some donors from somewhere. I had some problematic to say, but I've said enough problematic things for today, so I, I won't. Um, oh, and thank you to whoever ordered that um problematic shirt on Here for a Shop this week. Um, you know, we stay true to ourselves. <laughs> Uh, uh, this week in sexual health, uh, I will keep it short and sweet again. Like I said, I don't have much sexual health for you guys because I think that um, we should still be quarantining. And part of quarantining means quarantining your dick and your ass for now. Is it hard? <laughs> Literally. <Yes>. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yes, I do believe it's hard in more than one way. I know. Trust me. I have not been married my whole life. I ain't had a, a stay-at-home penis or ass at home my whole life. I know that it can be hard to go through a dry spell, but for your for the sake of you and the and the health of you, I think quarantining right now still is the best option. It's recommended by the New York um, the New York Health Department. They said they approved glory holes. <laughs> so yes, that's where I'm going. That's exactly where I'm going. So they approve glory holes because you wouldn't be directly trading respiratory uh, droplets droplets with people. (laughs) And uh, the thing that I wrote when I saw that article was mask for mask. (laughs) M-A-S-K for M-A-S-C. Come on. Mask for mask. So. If y'all ass really just motherfucking got to do it, there's still a way to do it as safely as possible. I'm not going to advocate uh, condoms all the time. Am I saying that that is safer right now? Yes. Am I going to advocate that? No. But um, putting as many barriers between you and other people 
in a time when there's a virus that is as virulent as this virus is, is the best option. And I'm not talking about HIV, obviously. There are things that we can use to um, prevent the spread of HIV besides condoms. We don't have anything but masks to prevent the spread of coronavirus right now. I started off at the top of the podcast talking to you about what these drug companies are doing in the face of our misfortune. They just trying to make some more fucking money. So do you want to be on the end of having to pay for $3,100 medication because you wanted to risk it all and be out here? If you do, go for it. I'm just putting that, that I'm just putting that little morsel out there that maybe you sh- you should think about these types of things before um, engaging in all the all the sex. Okay. Um, I guess I should mention I don't have a um, social studies this week, but I was um, on WEMSradio.com with the I Am Perspective radio show, and we talked about um, gay rights, trans rights, and are we afraid that um, that our rights will be um, reversed in the future? So we talked about a lot of things um, dealing with gay rights and trans rights, but yes, hopefully <laughs> yes. I don't get canceled. I don't get canceled. Um, Cross my fingers. Listen, cancellation looks like <laughs> it's a good thing right now. Um, Shit, that- Stevie with Him Podcast was on there with us. And shout out to Elijah with um, Soul Foundation, S-O-U-L-E. Um, there was another guy on there. He's an educator in New York. He was giving some really good points. And then there was um, a white lady on the panel. I do not know, remember what her name was, but she's made Racism. some really great points. Um, about identifying as Italian and something else and being forced to assimilate as being white forces her to erase her Italian heritage and she doesn't really like that and something about oh okay so she jumped on here and was going to be a Karen that's exactly what the fuck that is where is Italy? Italy is in Europe Italy is in Europe, bitch. That means you are white. I I cannot stand I have her story. That is her story It is a lie and so listen to WEMSradio.com to the I Am Perspective show, the latest episode I'm on there. And what are you here for this week? Or is it Souls for Our Souls first? I get confused easily. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> what is the song for your soul? Um, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, um, the remix by Duran Bernard, who sings down. Um, Fuck Nigga Free. Um, what's some of his, his other songs? All of them. Duran Bernard, go search his name. Thank me later. Um, he just did a remix to Kendrick Lamar. Well, he didn't just do it. He did it at the time when it was out. Um, he did a, a remix to it, and it was really good. And just don't kill his vibe because he sings like he's supposed to sing. When a singer sings, he turned that rap song into a ballad, and it just, oh, five minutes of bliss, and your vibe will be uh, achieved, the vibe you're looking for. So, bitch, don't kill my vibe by Durand. D U R A N D. It sounds like your coochie was wet from that. That's my sister. Leave me alone. Um, mine is a is a little bit different. 
<laughs> you got to cheat on the internet. And you got a man who want to live off of you. <laughs> First off, you're not you're not you're not far away. You get warmer with with that with that quote. You get warmer to to something myself. In 1996, <clears throat> I'm telling y'all because I'm an old old nigga. So I'm just I'm just going. I'm painting the picture. Picture it. You was born in '74. Picture it, Sicily. <laughs> Talk about Italians. <laughs> Picture it, Sicily, 1996. Um, this young woman uh, had won the Grammys, all the Grammys, um, and she was forced out of record deals. Um, she was dragged on the internet for uh, mismanagement of funds. Come to find out, the girls were stealing money, not giving her the right deals, per usual in the music industry. And so she put out this bop in 1996. And the intended audience, it made it feel like it's like the other girl in a relationship with her ex. But I feel like she was pointing this at the music industry. Oh. Because, again, she started going solo and like doing her own projects <clears throat> by herself. She didn't need no label, nothing. She just was like, bitch, I got it. So, and then the video of this is... Girl, get to the point, girl. So no, we can no, no, all no, join with you. We can't celebrate with you if we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What are you talking about? You're about to. You're about to. God damn. Video of this... Calm down. See, this, y'all, y'all youngsters. Y'all gotta learn, <laughs> learn to slow down. Do a slow roll in the pussy. Sometimes you gotta slow roll it. Um, the video of this... My top, probably my top 10 videos of all time. Like, I can never get tired of watching this video. So, here's the song. Listen, girl. <laughs> it starts off with, listen, girl. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Do you know that he was my man? But I chose to let him go. So, why do you act like I still care about him? Looking at me like... I'm hurt when I'm the one who said I didn't want it to work. <laughs> don't you forget I had a first. Please don't forget I had a first. What you thinking? Stop blaming me. He wasn't man enough for me. If you don't know, now here's your chance. I've already had your man. Don't, do you wonder where do you wonder just where he's been? Not to be worried about him. Now it's time you know the truth. I think he's just the man for you. <laughs> the dragging and the pettiness of Tony Michelle Braxton in this song. I stand. The song is He Wasn't Man Enough for Me. Uh, if you didn't get it by the time that I was done with those lyrics, catch up. Please catch up. The song, iconic. The video, iconic. The hair, iconic. The outfit, the dance moves. What more could you want? Look at the material. Of course it's the song for myself. Of course. Do you have any additions? Nope. That's how you clear, bitch, then. <laughs> <clears throat> mm. 
What are you here for this week? This week, so our um our good Judy Funky Dineva has acquired sixty five thousand views in like seventeen hours, eighteen hours at the time of recording, um across two videos about. The first video was titled Straight Black Men Are the Problem in the Black Community. I got the notification. I was like, okay. All right. Well, we're gonna let the heterose- we're gonna let him address the heterosexual people and let the- let them receive his message. I believe he can I believe he can give a good sermon. You know, all right, I'm gonna let that. But then this morning I woke up and another video had popped up on the timeline called Gay Black Men Are the Problem Too. I said, Oh, hold up now. Hold on now. I gotta watch this one. I wasn't gonna watch that last one. <laughs> But this one is calling calling out us by our names. So I watched it. I ended up watching both of them because I was like, if I'm going to watch the first, I got to watch this. If I'm going to watch the one, I got to watch the other one. So um, he did have some good points. What those were, I don't remember. But I did write down everything that I didn't like. <laughs> so <Wow>. um, <laughs> Daniva said that we, um, as gay people, we be doing anything for attention because we never had attention. Stop going to places where we know we're not wanted and acting overly gay. And as an example, bitch, are you eating a three-piece wing over there? What are you doing? Uh. (laughs) This is now a mukbang. (laughs) So, for Daniva's example, he said, these straight men, going to these straight men's cigar bar in poom poom shorts and wigs to our butts. We need to stop doing that. That's their space. We want them to respect us and ours. And then he talked about the gay club and um, asking them to turn off the Britney Spears video to turn it to the football game. Okay. So, so, do you know what he's referencing? Who he's referencing in that? I was going to say, was there some, maybe I was like, maybe there's something specific. Did I miss something? Because I think the cigar bar just yes. wants to sell cigars. No, no, no. So, he I mean, also did a video, um, I guess it's last summer, shit time. I don't know what the fuck time is going on right now. Yeah. Like time is jumping. I guess it was like last summer when um, Saucy Santana got shot. Wasn't that last summer? Oh no, that was like this. That was like right after Christmas. I think that was New Year's Day or something. That was this spring. It feels okay. Whenever Saucy Santana got shot, shot he got shot because he was in at the, the club, strip club at the strip club being real gay and extra. Uh-huh. And then um, Funky Dineva, Funky Dineva made a video about that, and he's been continuing um, along that opinion that. December 12th, 2019. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I don't know what time it is right now. <laughs> um, but he's been continuing down that opinion of um, you shouldn't be taking your full gayness into these straight spaces. He said that. He did and, say that. That, that. And that's what I'm saying. And so he's had this opinion for a while and that's what he was uh, attributing it to is Gays like Saucy Santana that want to be um, flamboyant and extra and feminine in these typically heterosexual straight pla- straight spaces. He felt I I don't because I thought it was like uh we have to pump the brakes on that a little bit. So I don't I don't agree with it at all. But I only look at it from a place of safety. So even like looking directly at the case where Saucy Santana got shot, that means it ain't safe. It ain't safe to be doing all of that. Can you do all of that? Yes. Should you do all of that? 
I don't know. But I, but his opinion has been the same since that incident. So not to cut you off, but to just add number that caveat, two caveat to that's why he said that. Number two, Daniva says fear men need to stop our trade fantasies as if <laughs> everybody aren't being everybody aren't being sold of growing up and finding the perfect relationship and being married to your prince charming. We're just very specific about ours. One, he's got to be trade. <laughs> he's got to be masked. So stop dealing with our, st- delete our fantasies of what an ideal relationship should be like. So is are you going to say that to everybody then? Because everybody is sitting down writing vision boards and uh, writing Pinterest sketchbooks and uh, ads, pin this, pin that, of what their perfect relationship is going to be like, what their perfect man looks like, first of all. Now, Daniva is kind of right. He ain't going to look like that. <laughs> now, that's why I'm like, eh, Daniva is right. He ain't going to look like that. So stopping the trade fantasy could be a reality. But to, to call to call out gay men for um, being attracted to masculine things, I mean, I think that's kind of stupid. But do you have a response to that? Because you, you know, your face is giving full fantasy. You're not right. Cool. And the last thing is, which... I don't I don't know how to feel about this one. The third thing was gay people have to stop ranking masculine guys higher than femme dudes because according to him, taking dick is the highest form of something. The high, masculinity or something like that. The, the highest form of something he said. I was like, ah, mm, You might want to get that quote. Go back and get that quote. Right? I was like, I, I gotta go get I gotta go get the book. I gotta ask Google later or something. But no, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> um what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think he's right on that one. Um, there is a hierarchy in the gay community. Um, if you are quote unquote trade, if you are masculine and a top, there are people that will put you at the highest tier of the gay community. And if you are feminine presenting or trans, you at the bottom of, of the hierarchy. That's just been the hierarchy since there's been a hierarchy in the gay community. I think we need to break that that hierarchy, that stereotype, because just because somebody is trade presenting, masculine presenting, does not mean he's not taking dick presently. <laughs> and that's, I think that's the, um, that's the point that he was trying to make. I don't know if he fully made it, but the the point is, we all know that there is a hierarchy. We know that the nigga in the Tim, the nigga, the nigga in the Timberlands, the stereotype, yeah, um, that speaks real rough, that don't appear gay, in no way can walk in straight rooms and pick up girls, is extremely attractive to gay men of all types. We know that stereotype. We know that hierarchy. Are we wrong for being attracted to that? You can be attracted to it, but you can also be honest and say, mm, 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 "I shouldn't, I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't aspire to that because um, I want to be next to it." Okay, you can. I, I say it all the time. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I don't want it though. I'm happy with what I got. But even even when I didn't even even when I did not have what 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 I have, I still said the same things because I was like, mm, "Okay, he's pretty." Ain't shit in his head. Then they could probably go cheat on you and give you three STDs. I st- like those are the conversations that I had in my head. So 
I was never believing in the hierarchy. Do I know the hierarchy exists? Yes. I've been part of the hierarchy where people prioritized me because I looked a certain type of way or I, I had a you got privilege. Muscles. I had a privilege or um, I had a certain type of job or I have a beard or I'm a Dominican. Oh, we love to go wrong for wrong in those different hierarchies of, ooh, okay, he checks these boxes and so, ooh, mm, mm, mm. And I might not be shit for you. I could check all those boxes and then you spend a week with me like, ooh, that nigga ain't shit for me. You're not, honestly. So I think fucking Aniva started out real cute. Fucking Aniva had like good points. He had bad points. And I just want him, it's, it felt like in watching both videos that they were more like something he had just thought up in the last 15 minutes. And he had made, um, he like, bitch, I'm going to do a two-parter. I'm going to kill him with this. And he just went to talking off the dome. And he had wrote, like, some broad points. But that he... Well, he said I, that. He said um, <laughs> the conversation came out of, uh, he went to the bar with his homeboys and homegirls, uh, some straight people. I don't know. I have, <laughs> I have questions about why people are going out to bars. I have <laughs> okay, we're going to get there. We're going to let you get there. So I was just like, he needs to... <laughs> It's a great concept, but I need I need to like sit down and like write like a good twenty points. I need it to be FMA. I need it to be AMA format or Chicago or something, and like I need it to be rolled out so he can fully explain because he had great points, but some of this stuff was like I'm not here for. So it. here's the deal. Um, I don't think he should because that's not what we get from Funky Donnie. We don't get a college course in what gay is or. Um, what the hierarchy is or anything we like don't. that. We, we got to turn to educators to ask them, can you have a conversation? Can you go out and sit down and write this down in an FMLA format so it can be distributed and be written for some girls that read? Um, <laughs> but we don't go to Funky Dineva for that. We, Funky Dineva is an entertainment journalist. In the, com- in the comments, and I hate reading comments. Lord Jesus knows I hate reading comments, but I snuck down there and it was just an interesting place so i mean like it was a great it was a great conversation starter the comments were definitely going all kinds of ways the people was all over the place just like his um video was but i i want more so i i like it and i hope i'm hoping he revisits it even though i know it's not what he does all the time yes i agree well he said this was part of the trilogy so his next video is going to be about why women black women are a problem in the community oh so stay tuned so but we also have to remember we don't come to funky dineva for a test yeah we go to Nicki minaj to sing songs and we go to funky dineva for a little kiki with a wig on well he ain't wore a wig in like a year so i don't so we don't go uh, this is not a this is not shade what are you here for (laughs) this is not not shade i love funky dineva and funky dineva knows that we we speak we yeah we're good so this is not shade but i'm i'm just just like no one would come to here for a podcast for um shoe reviews we we don't talk about the the latest jordans that come out that's not our thing so don't don't expect to hear that here uh-huh. um so i i wouldn't expect to go over to funky dineva's youtube channel and get a ted talk there are plenty of other places that you can go and get those types of conversations done. Um, 
and don't put so much pressure on people, especially in times like this, to be and do everything. Because people will say some of the same things about this platform. Don't put no pressure on me to FMLA format shit. <laughs> it take me six I don't days think to FMLA come up. format exists. I think that's a uh, something else. But okay. Oh, are we, have we been saying that wrong the whole time? <laughs> I've been out of school for a long time. So I believe I'm correct. I believe that that is a format. But okay. <clears throat> this week, um, hmm. Hmm. what I'm here for is there's a club in Atlanta called Heretic. Have y'all heard of Heretic? The answer is probably no. Because the listenership of this podcast skews to people of color the people that go to heretic are not of color (laughs) so uh i am sure that like y'all y'all have not heard of heretic unless you live in atlanta and you're like okay i drove past it one time but i doubt that anybody listening to this podcast has ever been a patron of heretic we don't go there yep we are heretic Opened his doors and had a club night. Um, just a, a few days ago, uh, a week ago, excuse me, it's been a week over, a week, just a little bit over a week. And they had a dance party. I'm scared. Be scared. What? This uh, was packed, mm-hmm. packed, packed. At least hundreds of people in this club. No shirts on. Um, no shirts on, no masks, everybody's sweating and do 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 music. The beat dropped and the words came out. Um that type of music if you know what I'm talking about. Data gave no fucks. Just popping and bopping and girl, what? Pandemic, it's over, we're good. Just packed. When I say packed, think about what Black Pride looked like here in D.C. when you can't walk around the club and you just, no matter which way you go, you got to rub and touch people. The that's damn line for the bar is at the door. Yes. That's y'all got how many three girls people, on the door. What are y'all going to do to the bar? <laughs> that's how many people were in Club Heretic. And they put it on Instagram. On video. They didn't even have the shame to say, you know what? Shit is going on. We still want to have this party and stuff, but we're not gonna. We're not gonna like, put it out there. We're not gonna put it out there. They put it on Instagram. <clears throat> the next day, dozens of people reported that they were feeling sick. Um, there has been um, multiple cases of confirmed coronavirus diagnosis from people that attended. Uh, the club event. The club has now, out of quote unquote, quote, out of an abundance of caution, postponed all scheduled events until further notice so we can continue to gather more information and adjust our operations accordingly. They have now closed the club and stopped scheduled events because they wanted to play around out here. I'm absolutely here for it because it's a cautionary fucking tale. 
Stop playing with coronavirus. Coronavirus is not for play play. Like, if you go and look at the video, it is, like, sickening. Um, like, like looking at it, it is a 12-second video. Um, the the poster's name, I don't know if he's a promoter or the club owner or whatever. Um, his name is Sinister Things, which, creepy. Um, <laughs> I just, the shit is not for play play, y'all. Stop. I know I want to do so much shit, just like I talked about in our icebreaker. I would love to um, get on the fucking um, Delta website, book a plane ticket, get on a fucking plane, go to New Orleans, eat at some of my favorite restaurants, twerk on Bourbon Street, get drunk. I want to do it. I know it's warm down there right now. I know it's just it would be so fun. But I'm not doing it because smart. So all you gotta do is just be smart. So I'm absolutely here for it. I'm glad they shut that shit down. I hope they don't open again. Um, I hope that people learn their lessons. I'm not hoping for people to die, but I hope that people learn their lessons because they're just doing the the bidding of the president just being, oh well, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm good. I'm going to the party. There was um like seventy five cases linked to like one restaurant. It was a something something in tavern. I think it was in like Minnesota, Wyoming, or something like that. And then there was another girl who um snagged the interview because she had posted. She was at a college party the night before, um on Snapchat. Thomasum, there's barely any COVID cases in our town. Um, well, girl, you and your friends just are plus three <laughs> because now all y'all got Rona after chickening it with a night of fun on Snapchat last night. Yeah, I believe they had a party of like 18 and like almost all of them got it. <sighs> Be safe out there. Wear your mask, wash your hands, socially distance. And just because you're wearing a mask does not mean you're 100% safe. You still have to wear the mask and socially distance because the mask is trying to catch a lot of the um, droplets, but the you, the mask ain't 100%, okay? And Condoms to break. It. People still get pregnant when they take birth control. I mean, so mask ain't 100% the answer. <clears throat> you also have to uh, wear the mask appropriately. Correctly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I... I went to the grocery store and I saw people wear a mask, but it was on their chin. And I was like, well, just take the motherfucker off that bitch. Or just cover your mouth with it. So, like, if the mask is catching the virus on the mask, your nose is sitting right there. On, your nose is right there. So, if, it, if the mask is catching the Rona, then you expose your nose to the Rona. So, you might got to cover your nose, too. And I'm not saying this from a place of, girl, better I would than, never. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not better than anybody because I want to do these things as well. <laughs> I I want to be at the club. I, I do. want to go to a kickback. <laughs> I do. I do. But I also want to be responsible. I also don't want to be a fucking statistic. I want to go to a little set. I want to go to a little set, right? <sighs> I hope your your last call is cute because mine ain't. Um, it's time to do our last calls. <laughs> this episode, I don't know what y'all. What is? It's not even giving what it's supposed to have gave. So uh, gave something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know about this. So I'm twisting out the top to my maker's mark. 
Are you going to do a uh, shot with And I am doing a shot of Jose, like I always do. So this um, straight bourbon whiskey that I done bought, Lord Jesus. Pray for his, <laughs> pray for his liver and kidneys, Lord. In Jesus' name. Okay, so this is our last call. My last call goes to, um, is he still 16? He might be 17 now. Um, da, 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 da. Last call. Okay. Last call. Come on. Notes, notes, notes. Okay. Glad's 20 under 20 honoree. Imagine how young you have to be. 20 people under 20 years old. Kid Ken um, has teamed up with at He So Southeast um, and created their Be Your Own Hero campaign. In the spoken word by Kid Ken, he says, there is no label, no box big enough to contain you. There isn't some man in a cape coming to save you because you're your own hero and you're my hero too. So um, watching that um, spoken word by Kid Ken featuring um, the dance talents of He's So Southeast, y'all know he love a good twirl. So that was so beautiful to watch. And so shout out to the youth. And Glad's 20 under 20. If you can Google search that, the youth are out here. Glad is giving them honors. And we're here for that. And I want to celebrate that with my last call. Yes, absolutely. Shout out to the babies. Because I was like, girl, I can't even remember being 20. <laughs> I can't. And like, Kid Ken is um 16 years old and signed a major record deal. He signed to the same record label as Elton John and uh, Demi Lovato. So. Well, <laughs> Uh, they they make the right space for him. In- yeah, I was gonna say because girl, we know Elton John ain't about to do that, but Demi Lovato. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my last call is to a another unfortunate story. Like I said earlier in the episode, unfortunately, we have to talk about these stories because nobody else talks about them. Um, everyone is campaigning for this is heads that have been killed uh, by police, but when there's a trans person killed, uh, we don't even know their names. They don't even speak their names. You can't find it on the CNN, can't find it on the MSNBC, you definitely can't find it on the fucking Fox News. But you can find it on Here For It Podcast News. On June 25th, the body of 17-year-old trans gender girl um uh, am i gonna mess up her name i don't want to mess up her name brayla stone. brayla brayla stone okay um brayla stone was found inside a car in sherwood arkansas um local police are investigating investigating it as homicide <clears throat> hmm. according to reports brayla was discovered in a car that was parked in a walking path up um gap creek drive upon arriving at the scene officers discovered she was dead inside the vehicle and immediately transferred transported her body to the arkansas state crime lab crime lab not the emergency room nobody's hospital crime lab no further details have been released about stone's death cause of death or if there were any visible wounds that might indicate how she was killed crime lab so, why would you send anybody's body to the crime lab and then report, oh, it was no physical, no, 
no signs that she was actually killed visibly. Why would you send her directly to the to the crime lab? Not the coroner? Not the no? Crime lab. Okay. Local news outlets dead name stone in their early reports. This is the local news in Sherwood, Arkansas. I'm gonna get to Sherwood, Arkansas here in a minute. Let me get there. Um, local news outlets did dead named Stone, calling her her former name. Um, her family has reportedly made an effort to withhold her trans identity from the public. Okay. Um, I don't want to go into the other parts of the story because they're in- inconsequential. I feel like they're inconsequential to the story. The, the The main part of the story is she was found dead in the car. Upon finding her dead in the car, the police officials, quote unquote officials, we'll just call them officials because girl, the police is just doing something different. This, well, they've been doing shit for a long time. Anyway, <clears throat> the police officials, upon finding her, their first observation was to send her to the crime lab. If you didn't suspect foul play, if you didn't think someone murdered her or anything like that, why would you send them to the crime lab? How long has she been in that car? How long has she been dead? And you sent her to the crime lab. Um, the other point that I want to make sure that I point out is Brayla Stone is what well, was 17 years old. 17. Gone. Won't come back. Won't get to turn 18. Wasn't even eligible to vote. Wasn't, ready, wasn't eligible to drink. Didn't get to go to college. Didn't get to do so many things. I couldn't life. wait to move out my mom and them house. Ooh, <laughs> when I was seven, tell her, bitch, you just wait, girl. I already know what kind of couch I want. And I think about no dick, no man, no nigga, no nothing. Child, I'm thinking about being an independent woman. And she probably thought about all those same things. And she's mm-hmm. gone. Dead. And ain't nobody having that conversation. Because she's trans. So when we talk about Black Lives Matter... And not include black trans people were doing the same thing when white people say all lives matter. We really are. Because when white people say all lives matter, they're, they're talking about, oh, well, we should just say all people. When black people, black cis head people say black lives matter, but don't want to include trans people, you're, you sound the same. You sound like somebody saying all lives matter. You sound like someone just saying, oh, it should just be black lives if the black lives are cishet lives. Because if they're not cishet lives, girl, I don't know nothing about that. So I want to hear more black people. I want to hear more straight people. I want to hear more people talk about Brayla Stone. I want to hear just as many people talk about Brayla Stone as Breonna Taylor. Because both are crimes. Both are crimes against black women. Both are violent crimes against black women. So uh, that's my last call this week. Uh, I charge every listener that has uh, stuck with us to the end of this episode. I know this might have been tough. Uh, 
to look up the brother song story. Uh, and what you said you had some words for Sherwood. What happened to Sherwood? What the oh, hell? <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I have family in Sherwood. Had family in Sherwood because Child. I family. <laughs> haven't talked to some of them niggas. You don't have family, go. <laughs> and some of them niggas act like they were born in Sherwood. Well, some of them niggas was born in Sherwood. <laughs> um, one. I ain't gonna do all that. Okay, so what did Sherwood do? Sherwood in the is Sherwood, Sherwood is <laughs> Sherwood is so backwoods. If you think Little Rock is country, Sherwood is right outside of Little Rock. It is country to the country to the country country. Mm-hmm. And stories like this around areas like Sherwood, I know, happen so often. So I'm happy. That I stumbled upon the story at least because I believe that stories like this happen in communities like Sherwood, and nobody will talk about it. It will never be heard, and it will go unsolved. The killer will still be out there. The family will get no justice, and it will happen again in towns and cities like Sherwood. So, Sherwood girl. Hmm. <sighs> that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Make sure you follow the show on the internet at Here For It Pod. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Here For It Pod. Um, use the hashtag Here For It Hive when talking about the show. And um, yeah, make sure you guys are watching Legendary on HBO Max. And child, if you can stomach it, watch RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 5. Um, I've got to get into the I May Destroy You show because what they're saying happened this week, it was confusing because the advertisements were not getting to the point for me. She was dizzy they one day. Wanna, they don't want to get You got to watch the whole episode. I think this, you got to watch the whole series, but I think yeah. I'm going to watch this episode because this is supposed to be the highlight. I'm going to do that. No, no, you got to start from the beginning. Mm-mm, I'm not the type of girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not. And then you're going to be lost and not get the context. And then like, that's why I'm going to be lost. And then I'm going to be lost and I'm going to have to go watch the whole thing. This what intrigues me to go watch the whole thing. I'm just backwoods like Sherwood, bro. Um, that's not funny. Lord, please forgive me. No, um, it is funny because you're from Memphis. And Memphis ain't that far from Sherwood. <laughs> we have a neighborhood called Sherwood in Memphis. Um, I wonder if if it's if it's related to something. because It's we probably have... named after a Confederate general like um, okay. Moses because we do have an area in Memphis called Sherwood. Um, so I do want to get into the I May Destroy You show. But um, definitely, <sighs> child, keep us in your thoughts and prayers if, if it'll help. Um, do you have any other closing things for the people? Because you've rented this week, child. It's I did end. my best. It's the Andy um, Superman show. <laughs> uh, remember Brayla Stone? Um, make sure that you take your prep if you are out here playing ranger games in sex uh wear a motherfucking mask the revolution is televised and is currently being televised and we will see y'all soon bye, bye.